0: Hello, and welcome to another exciting edition of... Ho, ho, ho! What? Merry Christmas, Clark! <laughs> you better ready to do some kissing, huh? Tales from the Attic! Christmas Craptacular! Volume 1! This is awesome! We're going to do a Christmas comic... And we're going to go with Alpha Flight, number 105, by Marvel Comics. And this came out in 1992. I was 19 years old. And we open up with Alpha Flight in their civvies, their civilian dress, at a bar. And they're all drunk. And Alpha Flight at this time is Sasquatch, Puck, uh, Box, uh, North Star, Wild Child... And that guy, who I think is Windshear. And they're all drinking pints of beer, hanging out. And Puck says, It was someone more famous than I who once said, Eh, through I walk through the valley. Oh, that was A. Sorry. Though I walk through the valley of matrimony, I shall fear no evil. Excuse the paraphrase in A. Excuse, eh says jeffries who is box madison jeffries who is the box um the writer on this thing uh really preferences the eh the a's eh who who's someone more famous than i eh who huh is there such a person he said to him there this is how it's gonna go yeah and uh windshear's from england and um in England we have an expression that means the same thing. We say cheers. Cheers it is and everybody's clinking glasses and they're at a place <laughs> They're, they're at a place called Corky's. It's I don't go after the easy one, people. I just don't. And apparently Box is marrying Diamond Lily, who is Lillian Crawley. Did you know who that is? She was in um was it Omega Flight or beta Flight? She was a bad guy, and then they brought her into the, I think. And so what we're doing here is we're walking in on a bachelor party that's taking place on Christmas Eve. Who has a bachelor party on Christmas Eve? Honey, you and the kids, relax. Enjoy the open fire. I know you got a bajillion things to do tomorrow before all our parents and families come over to eat turkeys and hams and eggnogs and drinking and and potatoes sweet and white but no i'm going to go to this bachelor party on christmas eve at a full pub on christmas eve this place is full to the gills on christmas what the what's going on what do they celebrate christmas different in in um canada Canada land is that what they do? Do they do that? I don't know, because I know I know in Halloween they have fireworks. I know that. I don't understand it, but I I do know that that's a that's a fact of the matter matter of the fact. So anyway, um, so now they're asking uh, box who's going to be his best man, and uh, and putting him under pressure and um you know, North starts making jokes and and Puck even says that's the first joke I've heard Gene Paul make in the entire six years I've known the kid and um and so box turns around and he asks Kyle who's wild child who is at this point I think is weapon omega he and he reverts back to wild child because he joins x factor spoiler alert. So, you know, um, oh, they were in Gamma Flight, that's what it was Gamma Flight, my bad, together. Um, so he's like, You know, you're the best friend I ever had when you were crazy, kooky, and looking crazy, and now you're just weird looking but kind of normal with your mullet. And he goes, I don't know what to say. And North star says, Say we,
1: oui.
0: <laughs> and so Watch Out says, We, I'd be honored. And, and then North Star says, I'd like to prepare a to- propose a toast. Prepare a toast. I'd like to prepare. I'm hungry. I want to prepare a toast, not propose. Oh, it's going to be one of those days. Um. He says, then I would like to propose a toast. Cheers. And they make a joke and they say, didn't you make that toast earlier? And outside in the snow is a man. With a sawed-off shotgun. And he's loading that bitch. Interlude! We go to Lawrence Funeral Home in Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie! And there's an old lady and an old man. And they're working on a body of a young lady. And, um... The old man's complaining. He says, The medical examiner is none too graceful on these bodies during the autopsy. This is a Christmas special. Um... That's why it's up to us, his wife says. To do what we can to make the deceased look presentable, the poor girl died on the eve of her wedding. This is a Christmas special. This is a weird Christmas special. We have dead bodies in funeral homes and drunk people, bachelor parties. What's going on? Um. So she has her wedding dress out, the only has it, and her fiancé requests she be buried in the gown she never got to wear. And then they show, like, a silhouette of her face, and I guess she must be, like, all kinds of uh, messed up because the old man looks at the old lady, and he says, if you'd rather I do this by myself. And she says, no, no, let's get started. End of interlude. Back to our Christmas spectacular. (laughs) (laughs) Elsewhere in Toronto, Diamond Lil is sitting on a couch, and Heather Hudson is sitting on a couch across from her, and they are talking about... um, You know, uh, I guess Heather Hudson, who was Guardian or Vindicator, whatever, she got her own place. She just moved into her own place. And she says, you know, uh, to tell you the truth, Lil, your impending nuptials to Madison inspired me. Somewhere between feeling sorry for myself and elated for you two, it occurred to me I have no life outside of the flight that's what they call it when you're in there. The flight. I'm in the flight, yo. And uh, Diamond Lil says, you know, what's the point of saving the world if you're not going to take some time out to enjoy it every once in a while? And uh, Heather kind of agrees with her. She says, believe me, there are better days. Oh, I mean, there are days I'd, I'd like nothing better than the hand in my guardian suit. She's a guardian. To Department H quartermaster. And, and then Hong Kong, that must be a ride. And then they say, who is, who's driving? Is it Jean-Marie or Aurora? See, Jean-Marie uh, is, is Aurora, but she has split personalities. And sometimes one takes over the other. And Aurora is, um, she's a superhero. Just, she's North Star's twin sister, same powers, um, but she's a hoe. Is basically, what it is oh, I'm sorry, uninhibited. Is that she's she's a hoe and uh, Jean Marie in the earlier issues of Alpha Flight? Uh, when she was that personality, she was like a uh, very conservative, uh, like a, a school uh, teacher, like she or librarian type, like you would think, you know, she, she was very um conservative and then aurora is the complete opposite she's very uh, she's a hoe um so heather says i don't know i can't tell from here and she says i lead the weirdest team in the world yeah well okay way, way to pull weight so here we go uh we're back in the pub And there's there's actually a guy sitting in the pub that's actually uh, drawn to kind of look like John Byrne, which I think is kind of funny. It would be even funnier if they had, like, a word bubble over his head going, (laughs) but they don't, Um, even though he has nothing to do with this issue whatsoever. But this is, you know, this was a creation of his. This is a big deal uh, for Byrne, and, and a lot of people love Alpha Flight. I was very hit or miss on it myself, but I digress. So the bartender says, "Where have you been keeping yourself, Judd? Because Puck is at the uh, the the bar there." And he says, "I haven't seen Hyde nor hair of you since you cartwheeled out of here a while back, and a while back is all the way in Alpha Flight Number One, which is crazy because that was a hundred and four issues ago. So Puck has not come to this <laughs> to this bar for for a hundred and four issues, which is it's funny." Um, So Puck says to him, he goes, you know, it's all very top secret and hush-hush at the time, Corky, of Corky's place. But now I'm free to talk about it. I can say whatever I want now. He goes, I'm not only Eugene Judd bouncer, world's smallest bouncer, but I'm also Puck of the Alpha Flight. Puck of the Alpha Flight. And so, this this is what cracks me up, Um He goes, I have a confession of my own to make, Corky says. I'm actually the thing from the Fantastic Four, but only on the weekends. And then uh, Puck goes, eh? Eh? And he's all, Puck, huh? What a kidder. If anybody I would have guessed, he was Sasquatch. People always look bigger on television. (laughs) Maybe you could get me, John Byrne, lookalike, says, maybe you could get a date with Aurora, blah, 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 blah. And outside, the man in the Argyle sweater with the sawed-off shotgun has his hands on the tavern door, and he says, Forgive me for what I'm about to do. And then we go, and Wind Shear and Northstar Star are talking, and he says, What's it like having both Jean-Marie and Aurora back? Or Jean-Marie? I don't know. Donnie and Marie? I don't know. Both personalities sharing your twin sister's body. And then there's, in the background, there's uh, two homosexual men. Uh, Well, you're to believe they're homosexual because they're holding hands. And they're holding them in a very delicate way. And then there's a um, table next to them filled with overweight businessmen that say, hey, fruitcakes, this is a bar for real men. Hey, fruitcakes. Canadians are so mean. (laughs) So mean with their insults. Hey, fruitcakes. And then the the one homosexual gentleman yells, take off. So the North Star all drunk. He's like, I I imagine it's it's a lot like being triplets. Triplets? Triples? Triplets? God, did you hear that? What is that? Oh, alright. um Just between you and me, Colin. Cologne. Cologne. A pie, baby. I, just between you and me. Cologne. Cologne. I have. Do I have the world. Excuse me. Do you have the weirdest sister in the world, or is it me? And uh, Colin says, maybe it's a little boat. And then Puck's all mad, and he goes, anyone, enough philosophizing already, refills anybody? And Northstar's like, certainly, but if you excuse me a moment, there's something I must attend to. And uh, he gets up, because he's, you know, super speed and stuff. And uh, he basically pulled down all the business types, pants, so their boxers are showing, and one guy's got like you know plaid, and the other guy's got the pink heart boxers, and he tied all their their ties to the lamp that's hanging over their table, so they're dying and choking, and uh, so why now we cut to I guess the other end of the booth where Wild Child and uh, Sasquatch are hanging out, and Wild Child says, Doctor Langowski. And he says, it's Walter, kid. And he says, Walter, this is supposed to be a joyous occasion, and yet you carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. I don't know why I'm making uh, Wild Child sound all, or Weapon Omega sound all proper. What What is it that you're thinking about that has you so somber? And he goes, you? That's what he says to him. He goes, you? Something I have to tell you, kid. Something I have to apologize for. Something I did a long time ago. And he says, surely that's the alcohol talking. Nothing you've done is that bad. And then all of a sudden, boom! The guy with the shotgun opens up and right as, as Sasquatch is saying, see, I'm the guy responsible for... And he says, and the guy just kicks open the door and he's like, don't anybody move and no one gets hurt. Let me redo that, I'm sorry. Don't anyone move, see? And no one gets hurt. Like, what? And then here we go. So we have um we we go it we cut to elsewhere. And um Di- it's Diamond Lil Heather and it looks like Jeanine marie And uh Diamond Lil says, I'd like to thank you too for throwing me a bachelorette party. Oh, sucka, sucker. It was very sweet. And uh and uh Jeanne Marie says, "Well, it's nothing less. It, it's less than nothing. A mild inconvenience at best." And then Heather's like, Sue, so, Jeanne Marie, this your place. Have you been there before?" And she says, "No, I have not. But Aurora made the reservation. But she assured me." And they look up, and it's a big picture window, with this beef, beefcake stripper Chippendale dude dancing in the window. And uh, she finished, finishes her it, it um, ex- her sentence as, um, as she, and she says, But she assured me it's a respectful establishment. And uh, she says, Miss Crawley, Mrs. Hudson, the next time you see Aurora, tell her I'm going to kill her. And just for the record, these three women have the biggest hair I have ever seen. It takes up half the panel. Back at the bar, and uh, we have a nice, uh, nice robber here with a Soto shotgun. He says, uh, "Look, see, I didn't mean to ruin anyone's holiday, see, but I have to ask you to give me the, give me all your money. I even promised to pay you back with interest, see. P- please cooperate. I don't want to hurt anybody." And the whole booth of the guys from Alpha Flight are just. Uh, it, Sasquatch says, "Not ch- not a, much of a chance of that happening," and they're all laughing at him. They're all, <laughs> and Puck even says, "Of all the gin joints in the world." And the robbers get mad. He's like, "What are you laughing at? Say, what's so funny?" And this windshear dude is actually he's laughing so hot, hard. Sorry, he uh, he's he's crying, and he goes, "This is so funny," and he waves his hand in the robber. It's floating around in the air and he drops a shotgun and Winshear says, It's called solid air. I don't know what that means. Oh, neither does he. He goes, I have no idea what it means, but it works. It's it's I like when the the writer doesn't even know what the power does or the guy using it. It's awesome. And then um Jeffries, Madison Jeffries, box, he turns around he's all like Um so does my ability to transmute metal and he like waves his hand and then all of a sudden he's making like a balloon animal out of sh- out of the shotgun and then um Northstar flies like or runs like mad fast up to the dude into his face and the guy's like, Let me go, please and then he just grabs him and he brings him over to to Puck. And uh Puck says, Lad, next time you plan to knock over a pub on Christmas Eve you want to find one that isn't filled to overflowing with can canadia canada's own superheroes eh back at the beefcake bar three ladies are sitting at a table and a waiter says is there anything yet? can i get you ladies anything and in jeanette marie says a noose perhaps and he goes pardon and uh Diamond says, Heather, I don't mean to put you on the spot or anything, but you've been married before. Uh, and I know you've been, uh, quote-unquote, been with Maddie. I guess what I'm trying to say is, what should I uh, expect on my wedding night? What? This, this Diamond Lowell's a virgin. She's a virgin. So So now... Not only is there a bachelor party taking place on Christmas Eve, but there is a male strip club filled to the gills with women on Christmas Eve. So you have a bachelor party and a bachelorette party on Christmas Eve. Who planned this shit, man? I don't get it. So uh Diamond Lil doesn't really say, um she doesn't know what to do, and Jeanette Marie says, uh, "You shouldn't be nervous about fulfilling your wifely obligations, Miss Crawley. Now, no matter how vile and disgusting they seem, think of it as a necessary evil of the sacred gift of matrimony." And she's like, uh, th- "Thank you, Jeanette Marie. That was." Um, and Heather says, "Enlightening," and uh, loves like, "That's that's a that's a word." Um, so then Heather Hudson's like Though uh I'm not one to kiss and tell I'm sure you realize Madison Is, is a kind of a, a, a Is a kind and sensitive man Who will take your inexperience into it And then o- Aurora's here She shows up She takes over the, the personality And she punches Heather in the arm And she goes details Can not you see the girl wants details And she says Aurora he goes, Who else And um she said, "Relax, Lilster, even though she's one of the few guys uh, he's one of the few guys on the team, I don't know intimately. Oh my God, she banged everybody on the team. Anyone with a mutant power to transmit metal has got to specialize in something now, if you excuse me, and she takes off her coat and she is dressed like a hooker, and I'm not talking like a I am talking like the kind you see in the movies, not the high, not the Julia Roberts kind." That the millionaires pick up. But the, I'm talking like, how? Oh. And she goes, now if you excuse me, I have some serious partying to catch up on. And she jumps up on stage with the beefcakes. And she starts dancing. And she, she's, wow. And uh, Diamond Lil says, I think I like her better. as Jean Marie. And, and Heather says, no contest. And then we go back. And we're back at Corky's. And Sasquatch... It's full inside he's transformed and he's holding the robber and he looks like he's gonna punch him in the face. And he goes, I don't suppose you'd mind an escort to the local precinct house And the robber said, No, please, see, I can't go to jail. Not tonight all night, see? You see, my family, we're poor. We're starving practically. Practically starving. Not really starving, but practically. But but we managed to make ends meet. Then why are you robbing a bar? Oh, here we go. Now my landlord says he's raised the rent. And if I don't pay by tonight, he's gonna throw us out into the streets. I didn't mean to steal the money. I swear, say only borrow it. I would pay it back eventually. And now the five drunk members of Alpha Flight look at the guy and you know, like Sasquatch is like the poor guy And Maz is like I'll say, but there's still the matter of that shotgun and Wild Child looks at it and he says it's empty. Further testimony to the man's sincerity and and Puck he uh he whispers to the rest of the team, he says In my seventy plus years I've never seen anything this tragic on Christmas Eve. What say we give the kid a break, eh? Wild Child says I'm with Judd. Sasquatch says, Me too. After all, Alpha Flight is supposed to be a super team for the people of Kanadia. And so the bar's emptying out. And people are actually wishing the robber luck. They're like, Good luck. Best wishes, buddy. Hope Alpha Flight helps you out. And, um... Sasquatch walks up to the bartender and he says, As a duly appointed government peacekeeping officer, I'm taking full responsibility for this alleged criminal. You have a packed bar on Christmas Eve who saw this man who was not wearing a ski mask with a shotgun robbing people, but he is an alleged criminal. You don't have to be in law and order to figure that one out, B. Hodges. One witness. And you know he's got to be that one ordinary drunk, you know that he's all or, ornery, 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 mad, and he's all pissed off, and he's all, that guy, he threw a gun in my face, and he tried to take my watch and stuff, and the things, and people are like, why is Bill Cosby here? He sounds weird when he's drunk. <laughs> and then the bartender runs up and he walks up to Judd who is puck, and he goes, puck, wait up, I owe you an apology. And puck says, e. He says, it's obvious you do know a few members of Alpha Flight. Any chance you could get me an 8x10 of the Guardian? And he gets all mad. And then we're back to the male strip club. And uh, he says, there the waiter goes up and he says, Boss, it seems some bimbo is on the dance floor distracting our performance artist, quote unquote. And the silhouette says, I'll handle it. There's a big old silhouette. And it seems like a woman, and she's walking, it's thum, thum, thum. And the women in the place are like, (gasps) and uh, one woman's like, how does she stand erect? (laughs) I just find it that he said, the woman says, how does she stand erect? And we're in a male strip club. Anyway, and uh, some woman's like, she's huge. And then all of a sudden, that guy from Deuce Bigelow, male is in the back, and goes, that's a huge bitch. That didn't happen. And Aurora's making out. With the strippers. And and the stripper's like, this isn't allowed. And she goes, I know. That's what makes it fun. And then Aurora gets punched in the face. And then she's getting lifted up by her hair. And she goes, you! Pink Pearl! Pink Pearl was last seen in the classic Alpha Flight 22. And she's a morbidly obese woman. She is ginormous. I don't know... What her powers are? I I have to look and see if I have that. Like I said, I have scattered issues. Off if i have to see. And then Aurora's like, "Please, please let me go. You're hurting me." And uh, Big Pearl says, "You got that right, you naughty little girl. You hurt you hurt Pearl lots and lots. The last time we met, you and your cu- accursed <laughs> I can't talk today, accursed twin brother, cost me cost Pearl a pretty penny." Say that five times fast. Cost Pearl a pretty penny when you poked your noses in Pearl's affairs. And then Heather gets up and she goes, Pink Pearl, wait a moment. We, we could talk this out. And then uh, Diamond Lil said, turns around and says, say over dinner? You're a treat, of course. Oh, that's good. Fat jokes are really going to help her out. And then uh, Pink Pearl rips off her the top of her dress. And she's like in a bra. And she goes, Pearl still bears the scar from the last time we met Aurora. And then uh, Aurora says, I believe, madame. You have confused me with someone else. And she ninja kicks her in the throat. And she says, and Heather's behind her and says, Jean-Marie? Or Jean-Marie? Jeanne marie I, I don't know her name. None other. I assume this ends this. And then, Pink Pearl says, You assume wrong, and she punches her like that crazy like side punch and she went flying. And all the women are like, they're crazy. Eep, let's get out let me out of here. Men are no men, I'm leaving. So there must be a lot of lonely women in Canada on Christmas Eve. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying in the Toronto area. So if you're looking to score in Toronto, the night to pounce it seems would be christmas eve um so then uh pink pearl figures out who the other two ladies are she goes you must be guardian of diamond lil the tramp teammates in alpha flight would you like a piece of pearl as well and heather's like no not if we don't have to and then diamond Lil's like well there's certainly enough to go around and around and around you know, Diamond and Lil. Fat jokes aren't really going to help you when this woman is kicking the crap out of your teammate. and uh, the waiter's turn. The waiter, um, is, Aurora's punching the waiter in the face, and uh, he's screaming, "Boss, you gotta help! This dame's fights like Wolverine!" And she goes, "Merci," and she. Everybody's just kicking the shit out of out of the stripper. She's kicking the shit out of the strippers now, and Diamond and Lil's says, Pearl, sorry about the damage, and Pearl says, what damage? And she hauls off and punches her, and she flies right out the window of this establishment. Meanwhile, uptown, and there's a guy who's very Scrooge-like, and he's in his pajamas in front of a candle, a singular candle, And he's singing, I wish me a Merry Christmas, I wish me a Merry Christmas, I wish me a Merry Christmas. And the door kicks open, and it's Sasquatch, and Windshear, and Puck. And they say, are you Mr. Tungsten Ravage, miserly landlord, evictor of small children, and all-around unsavory fellow? And he says, yes, that would be me. I see you saw my business card. And he goes, who 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 are you? And Sasquatch says, "We are the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future." And and Winsher says inclusively, and Puck says, "You know the drill. Let's cut to the chase, eh?" And uh, Sasquatch said, "There's a house we're interested in buying on behalf of a friend." And um, Wild Child and Jeffrey Madison are in the um during the bushes. And uh, they're whispering, like, is there anything we can do for the poor man? And they're outside the house, you know, the guy's house, which he rents. And uh, not even, not not, with every toy store in Canada closed at this hour. And um, all of a sudden, Northstar shows up, and he puts down a pile of stuff, and he goes, not not everyone, my, my, me. There's always mutants, mutants are us. Mutants, mutants are us. And then uh, Jeffrey says, what are you talking about? And uh, he says, would you use your super speed to gather every piece of scrap metal in five miles? And he says, 15 miles, sand-, sand cloth. And he goes, oh, I got gotcha. you. And in a wave of his hand, out of scrap metal, he made a heap of toys, sleds. There's wood in sleds. Uh, swing set, toy robot, and the thing that cracks me up is like all the scrap metal is gray. No. The car is blue, the sled is red, the swing set is yellow, there's a big old robot, toy robot. He made it a perfect toy soldier, okay, that's painted to look like a toy soldier. He made a house that looks like it's a G.I. Joe and a big ass Christmas tree, fully, fully decorated. It doesn't make sense. It must be a Canadian Christmas miracle. And um, Wild Child, who happened to have a sack that's big enough to put all this shit in, throws it on there, and he goes, "Well, I, the team resident cover operative, play Santa's little helper and deliver the toys." And uh, Je- uh, Madison Jeffries looks at uh, North Star, and he says, "Merry Christmas, Mister Bobier." And um North Star looks at him and says, Merry Christmas, my shirt, Jeffrey, son of a bitch. And then he f- um and says five minutes and a hundred miles later And North Star flies into his house and he says, Home sweet home, nothing like a nothing like a warm bed after a night of male bonding. See what they did there. Ring ring, a phone call at three in the morning. And in his mess, I like his outgoing messages. I'm out saving the world from one menace or another. Leave a message. And then, hello, Jean Paul. This is Jean Marie. Mrs. Hudson and Miss Crawley and I have been arrested as a result of a bar fight. How was I to know Pink Pearl became a legitimate businesswoman after her acquittal? You are not to breathe two words of this to anyone. We need you to bring us bail money at Precinct third and Click. The answering machine cuts off. Uh, North Star's in his skivvies. He gets into his bed. And he goes, that that Aurora is oh, joking around. And there you go. That's the end of the issue. Merry Christmas. And then there's a pinup. And the pinup is Aurora and Diamond Lil and Heather. Back at the strip club, uh, surrounded by women, and you see a uh a male stripper dressed like Santa Claus, but you only see him with you know, like from the waist down his ass is in your face. And uh he's saying, Ho ho ho, ladies, and <laughs> Aurora is yelling, Show us your stuff, Santa. On the bottom, it says, The Bachelorette Party, a mighty Marvel pinup. So there you go. Happy Canadian Christmas. I hope you guys have a bachelor party or a bachelorette party and your bars and stri- male strip clubs run over to flow with. I am Donny Salvo, and this has been a special edition. Of tales from the attic. As always, you could reach me at Donny Salvo, D O N N Y, at Yahoo dot com. I'm sorry, that's D O N N Y S A L V O at Yahoo dot com. I am so sorry. It's been one of those days. And um, you know, if you feel like what you heard or whatever, let me know. Leave me leave me, leave me a comment, a little one. And uh, I hope this gets you through all your little. Christmas shopping, your holiday shopping, whatever it is you celebrate, and whatever it is you celebrate, I hope you have a fantastic one. So there you go. Thank you very much and uh I'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard Nimoy, good night.